Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So for the next couple episodes, we're going to be doing a 101 series on how to do world building. Yay, world building. So the first part of this would be describing your classic Golden Age, Silver Age, and Bronze Age. And yeah, the differences. Good. So this whole concept comes from actually Greek mythology. So... We're kind of in the clay age, if you will, because the first men were built out of gold and they were prideful and arrogant and they almost rivaled the power of the gods. And so the gods went to war against mankind and killed them all. Then later on, they, for whatever reason, decided to make silver age human beings and they were actually made out of pure silver. They were less prideful, less arrogant, less powerful, but for whatever reason, I think they were um, evil. Yeah, they were too corrupted. Yeah, they were very corrupted, so the gods didn't like them. So, I mean, if you're doing stuff that the gods consider to be atrocious, given you know what Zeus does on a daily basis, you know you're doing some pretty messed up stuff. So they decided to kill them off as well. And a little bit later, they decided to make men out of bronze. And I think the bronze men were just weak or something like that. They weak-willed, weak-minded, I think was the something issue. Something like that, or yeah. too weak. So, so obviously you make things out of lesser materials called clay, which is somehow... Stronger, stronger than bronze. Well, I think it's stronger than bronze because it wasn't as brittle. That makes sense. And so then, and then of course, this is where you get into the Greek gods of like, they didn't give us fire because the other humans had fire and it was used against the gods. So it was this linchpin for all tech. Yeah. And so then one of, when one of the little demigod type of people Prometheus. gave, Prometheus gave fire to mankind. He was punished for all eternity. So all these little things of uh, what does that mean? So how does that work into your fantasy genre? So if you look at a golden age, think of it, um, well, I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with the Cimmerillion, for instance, but the golden age in the Cimmerillion is when all the elves are still in the other world. They're not in Middle Earth. They're across the ocean. They're living with the light of the trees um, before the sun and the moon were really created. And before there's still some evil. Melkor was the chief deity. If you have no idea about the Cimmerillion, um, Sorrow, Sauron was a, um, lieutenant, like a lieutenant general type of a person. He was not low, but he wasn't like the best thing ever. And he served Melkor and Melkor was running around with the elves at that time. And they thought he was a good person and he, he wasn't. And, um, he eventually, uh, conspires to take the light of the trees and plunge the world into darkness and, those sorts of things. But in those days, elves didn't go to war and there were only elves. Humans didn't exist. Dwarves didn't exist. Um, no real big other kind of creatures existed. Hobbits definitely didn't exist. It was just the elves. And, um, and so the world kind of played itself out. So that would be the golden age. There's, they're huge. Everybody has epic, massive powers in mm -hmm. the golden age. So if you were going to play a golden age adventure, for instance, um, for, I don't know, six months to a year, you would have to think that everything you're fighting is immense. So I would start my characters off pretty high level. If I was doing a D&D, &D, I'd start them off at least level 12 or 15. If I was doing um, a GURPS type of campaign, I'd give them at least three or four, maybe even five or 600 points to yes. really represent everything's big and bad. Think um, Clash of the Titans. I, don't, I didn't see the new movie, but the old movie. Everybody that you're following is a demigod. Everything they're fighting is, um, it just destroys regular human beings as if they're not even there. And so the concept is, this is in the age when 
you know, the Medusa isn't relegated to a cave anymore, but she has an entire clan, an entire culture, and mm-hmm. there's an entire maybe island or even an entire country of Medusa, you know, Gorgon running around, um, not, you know, probably not looking each other in the eye if they can all turn themselves into stone. But I mean, the point is that these things are prevalent. Centaurs are prevalent. Minotaurs are prevalent. And their societies are um, in full swing. And humanity is literally not the most prevalent thing on the planet. Elves may not be the most prevalent thing on the planet. These monsters, beasts are the things that are ruling the, the plane of existence. And so in the golden age, you know, there are no... There are no dungeons in the Golden Age. Um, mm-hmm. There are castles. I don't know how to say this. So the things that you start to uh, – well, let's just talk about the Bronze Age because the Bronze Age I think will make it a lot easier. So the Bronze Age is now two steps away from the Golden Age. All of these um, big monsters and big deities and things have killed each other. And what's left now is the things that used to just try to run underfoot and not be noticed have now risen into power. The old gods, the old ways, the old monsters maybe still exist, but they don't exist in force anymore. They're all hidden away. They're maybe the last, you know, handful of their kind um, for the big ones, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and again, Clash of the Titans is exactly this, you know, um, to a certain degree. Clash of the Titans, I guess you could argue, is a Silver Age. We'll talk about that in a second. I but- was thinking like Percy Jackson's is like a weird hybrid between gold and silver as well. Gold, Percy Jackson might actually be a good idea of a Bronze Age, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the old monsters are done. The, the This is kind of the new generation of demigods. Um, but the stuff they're fighting, they're not fighting them in mass. No. They might incro- come across one or two Cyclops. They're not coming across a horde of Cyclops, you know. You might encounter a go- an old god every now and then. But right. you normally don't have enough power to go up toe-to-toe to with alone. it. Or you trick it and then leave. Yeah. And so in the in the Bronze Age, all of the castles of the Golden Age have fallen into disrepair. They've maybe been buried um, into ruins and those sorts of things. And these might be the things that your players are exploring. So if you think about it, most kind of D&D stories in the D like Fair Run and all these others are happening in a a Bronze Age understanding. There mm-hmm. are magical artifacts who created them. Oh, somebody long since dead. Yep. Well, in the Golden Age you're telling the creation story of those. And maybe one of your characters has the ability to do that because that's who they are. And these, um, you know, there's magic just teeming out of the rocks. If you think about golden age, magic is everywhere. There is no one who's like, not a mage. As as much as we diss upon this, Return to Castle Greyhawk is a great example of that, of like Zagig had so much power that he yep. just has little things that is just immense amount of magic just to light his candles. Right. Cause he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it from like a Lord of the Rings, Galadriel is a third generation elf, I believe maybe fourth, but I think third, I think she's third. So she's the first elves were incredible, like almost gods. The second elves are again, demigods. almost gods. Um, and then she's like an, almost a demigod. And when you meet her in the movie, they don't do a lot of justice, but when she all of a sudden, you know, she freaks out and becomes a, you know, I can be a dark queen She's showing her power um, because her power is literally being held back by herself because this world can't take her. Her, And she's a, she's in a great example of a golden age person, villain, hero, whatever, that now has lived too long. Yep. Has seen all of her brothers who were going after the Cimarils die. Yep. 
Um, her whole family's dead. Her husband is so much weaker than her. It's not even funny. Her her fate after uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, when man starts to take over this, the Middle Earth, man actually hunts her down. Yeah. But it takes a whole entire, like, kingdom to, to, to quash her. Right, because she's so powerful. Power, because she's a golden age hero. Mm-hmm. Um, or villain. I mean, whatever. I mean, who knows what she is, right? And over time, your heroes become villains because they stop, they stop caring about the things that they saw because they've been around for so long. Yep. Vamp- you know? uh, vampire the Masquerade has that built in with the antediluvians, which is the point. fourth generation vampires. Where if any of them come out, their morality is so far gone that they're a danger to anybody. And some of them have been able to take a nuclear blast and survive it. So, so how do you you need to quash you need to kill it as soon as it w- awakens? Yeah, because it it needs to feed, and that's why most fantasy that deals with these things, like dragons, is a great example. Even in Middle Earth, they're so powerful, so they're all in this, this deep slumber. Yeah, Cthulhu's sleeping. Yes, Azathoth's sleeping. Yes. Why? Because if they, they come to. out, they they end the world. Right. Because golden age, because the things that used to fight them off have now died. Yep. And so anyway, I mean, we're running out of time on this, but I just want to say that the golden age is the age when all of the heroes and um, all of the mythic gods, goddesses, monsters, and villains are running around as if this is their world, because it is. Mm-hmm. In the silver age, it's their children. It's the demigods. So the the Greek and Roman mythologies, primarily the ones that we all know, are primarily about the Hercules and the Perseuses of the world, which are... The demigods. It's the silver kind of age of mythology um, where humans really don't take a good chunk into it. And then the Bronze Age is kind of where the D&Ds typically fall into, um, where you're exploring the ruins of an ancient castle. You're using the relics of an ancient god. You're trying to stop a group of people from awakening something that is so it's just so beyond what you would understand as even good and evil um, that you just can't allow this thing to come about. And so most D&D, most GURPS, most RPGs take place in kind of a Bronze Age area. Now, you might be like, what about modern? Well, modern would be past. Modern would be like the Clay Age, if you want to use the uh, Greco-Roman stuff. And so now you're just playing regular people with real no powers. Now they may be great assault technicians and can use many, many guns and things of that nature, but they're not necessarily fighting um, epic level monsters from 18,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're playing kind of a really cool supernatural type of game. But regardless, um, the concept there is that, uh, you know, mortals in, in today's age are so weak compared to what even the mortals who were, could do nothing were in the golden age because they had to learn how to survive by not being noticed by these things that literally could end our modern cities and no tomorrow. So we're going to explore the concepts like this going forward for the next like week or so. So uh, stick around and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.